The Jell-O program, coming to you from the Civic Auditorium in Oakland, California, for the benefit of President Roosevelt's Infantile Paralysis Fund, the March of Dimes. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you our master of ceremonies, a man who was so anxious to appear at this benefit tonight that he drove all the way from Los Angeles to Oakland in his 1923 Maxwell. Boy, am I stiff. A man who braved the elements, unflinching and courageous, and made this hazardous journey through wind, rain, and storm. Oh, Dante. <laughs> Here he is, folks, that fearless adventurer, that unsung hero of the Jell-O program, Jack Benny. Thank you, thank you. again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don, when you said I braved the elements to get here, no truer words were ever spoken. What a trip. Would you like to hear about it? Not particularly. Well, we left Beverly Hills <laughs> Monday morning at exactly 5 a.m. It was quite dark, and it had just begun to drizzle. Nevertheless, Rochester and I loaded up with provisions, put our Oakland or bus sign on the car, and stepped into the Maxwell. At 6.12, we got the motor started. <laughs> And eight hours later, we arrived in the thriving little town of Santa Barbara. <laughs> Tired, but determined to go on. I see. Well, tell me, Jack, are you enjoying yourself here in Oakland? Wait a minute, Don, I'm not here yet. <laughs> oh. By now, the drizzle had turned into a steady pouring rain. It was cold and dreary, and the wind was howling like a pack of hungry wolves. Ah-ooh! <laughs> Ah-ooh! Oh, it was ghastly. Well, you're here anyway. Tell me, Jack. John, you should have heard that wind and rain. People stared at us as we drove by and said, Why, they're mad. They'll never make it the fools. <laughs> they call us fools, Don. But just the same, we pushed on. San Luis Obispo, Paso Robles, King City, Salinas. On and on through the night with the ring splash, 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 and that front tire going flap, flap, flap against the fence. Until I thought I'd go crazy. Oh, it was awful. Well, now that you're here, Jack, how about... We drove on and on through the night. Little knowing what was ahead of us. And then came mutiny. Mutiny? Yes, Rochester wanted to turn back. But I said no. We started for Oakland, and that's where we're going. I see. Well, now that you're here, the Jack, I'm morning, tired and weary, we arrived in the peaceful little town of San Jose. Here we stopped and enjoyed a hearty number one breakfast at the Extra Blanket is Free Motel. <laughs> Upon bidding Mo adieu, we discovered that in our absence, a truck had nudged the rear end of my car, causing a complete nervous breakdown. So I left Rochester to cope with the situation, hailed a passing greyhound, and here I am at the Civic Auditorium in Oakland, California. Thank you, folks. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm sure glad hey, to wait be back a minute, here. Bill, wait a minute. That ovation wasn't for you. I just told our audience about my hazardous journey to Oakland, and they applauded. Then I'll go out and come back in again. I want to get my own reception. Boy, what a ham <laughs> 
Anyway, Don, it was a tough, grueling trip, but it was worth it just to be here for the benefit for the March of Dimes. Imagine, Don, playing before such a large audience, over 9,000 people. Isn't this an enormous place? It certainly is. I'll bet that from way up on the balcony, we look like two tiny ants. Well, I don't know about me, Don, but you look like an ant that needs bending exercises. <laughs> but at that, we must seem pretty small in a place this size. You know, Don, when we do a broadcast from a place like this, we should always... Hi, everybody. This is Happy Harris talking. Hollywood's gift to Oakland, California. <laughs> Happy Harris, Hollywood's gift. Bill, this is a benefit performance on a special occasion, so you could have made your entrance tonight with a little dignity. What are you talking about? I'm sober. <laughs> I know, Phil. I've already given you a gold star for that. And by the way, Phil, I tried to locate you last night. Uh, where are you staying? Oh, I got the bridal suite at the Hotel Oakland. The bridal suite? Yeah, I asked them for the best they got, and that's what they gave me. Well, that's rich. The bridal suite. Uh, where are you staying, Don? I'm rooming with Phil. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> well, I hope you'll both be very happy. <laughs> Yes, sir. Well, look who's here in Oakland, Cal. Mary Lib, the Jello gal. You've heard from Don and Phil and Jack. And if you don't like me, I'll go right back. Mary. <laughs> there you are. You see? You see, they do like you, Mary. Gee, thanks, everybody. Oh, boy, isn't this a big place? I'll say it is. You know, Jack, I climbed way up there in the balcony a few minutes ago to see how you all look. And you know how far it is? How far? You can't even see the bags under Phil's eyes. <laughs> no fooling. Gee, Mary, from way up there, I'll bet I look like a high school kid. Yeah, an old gray high school kid. <laughs> That's so. Well, just for that, I'm going to climb way up there myself and see what you look like. You'll never make it. <laughs> Don't be too sure about that. I'll make it all right. Say, Mary, I was looking for you last night. Where are you living? I'm stopping with relatives here in town, my Uncle Lou and Aunt Rose. Oh, that's right, Mary. Your uncle's in the fish business, isn't he? Yeah, pew. <laughs> well, you think that's something? Here's one that'll kill you, Mary. Oh, this will, this will really kill you. Phil and Don have the bridal suite at the Oakland Hotel. Is that a laugh? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want another laugh? What? Dennis Day is sleeping in the bassinet. <laughs> Oh, the three of them bunking together, eh? And they talk about me being cheap. And now, ladies and gentlemen... Gee. And now, ladies and gentlemen, for our feature attraction this evening, the Benny Opinion is Divided players have prepared one of their famous detective mysteries. Now, as we have friends from both Oakland and San Francisco in our audience tonight, we couldn't make up our minds which city to favor. So after much deliberation, we finally decided to call our play Murder on the Bay Bridge. Or he got halfway across when he got it. <laughs> now, I will play the part of Detective Captain O'Benny of police headquarters, and Don, you're going to be my assistant. Oh, that's fine, Jack. And you, Mary, uh, you're going to be the victim's wife. He's a strong, handsome fellow with flashing eyes and a marvelous physique. And you kill him. I must be nuts. That's right. <laughs> 
And you, Phil, you're going to be Mary's lawyer, and you're also her sweetheart. I get it, the internal triangle. That's eternal. <laughs> A fine lawyer. Now, where's Dennis Day? Oh, Dennis. Yes, please? Oh, here it is, folks. We're all popular here. Now, Dennis, in our murder mystery tonight, you're going to be a traffic cop. So here's a whistle for you. Oh, boy. Wait till the play starts. <laughs> Excuse me a minute. Hello? Hello, Mr. Benny. This is Rochester. Oh, hello, Rochester. Where are you? At the hotel? No, I'm still in San Jose. Jose, for heaven's sake, Rochester, haven't you got that car fixed yet? Well, I had a mechanic working on it all day. He fixed the motor all right and put some new gears in the transmission. I see. But the rear end is still droopy. <laughs> well, as long as it runs, drive it in. How much are the repairs going to cost me? Rochester, I said, how much are the repairs going to cost me? Boss, are you standing up or sitting down? <laughs> Standing up. How much is it? It had to be done, you know. <laughs> Rochester, for the last time, how much did he charge for fixing the car? Twenty-seven fifty. Goodbye, boss. Wait a minute. Twenty-seven fifty. Now listen, Rochester, I've got a good idea. In the first place, it was the truck driver's fault for bumping into us. Uh-huh. So naturally, he's responsible for it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want you to go to that guy and get the money, and if necessary, use force. Boss, did you get a full view of that truck driver? Yes, and he don't look so big. You mean from Oakland or from where I am? I mean, we're entitled to that money, and I expect you to collect it. If he gives you an argument, sock him on the chin. If I could reach that high, I'd get a job picking apples. I'm ashamed of you, Rochester. It isn't the twenty-seven fifty, but I hate to think that I have a coward working for me. Who's a coward? You're a coward. Just checking, boss. Just checking. <laughs> All right, now I'm not going to argue with you. Get in that car and drive to Oakland. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hmm, twenty-seven fifty. I thought I could have bought a new car for that. And now, ladies and gentlemen, as we are a little pressed for time, we will proceed immediately with our thrilling mystery entitled Murder on the Bay Bridge, or It Wasn't a Seagull That Got Him. <laughs> the opening... The opening scene is the office of Captain O'Benny at police headquarters. Curtain. May use it. Hello, police headquarters. Captain, you kill him, I grill him, O'Benny speaking. Oh, hello, darling. What? No, I'm sorry. No, honey. No, you can't have it. Goodbye. Women burn me up. Who's that, Cap? My wife. She's giving a party this afternoon. She wants a patrol wagon for a bingo prize. We need that here. Oh, let her have it, Cap. We never use it. We don't, hey? Where do you think I keep my pigeons? And that reminds me, Wilson, I've been missing several birds lately, and I want you to find out who's stealing them. Okay, Cap, I'll get on the case immediately. Good. By the way, wh what's that bulge in your hip pocket? My handcuffs. Well, they got feathers on them, so the case is solved. <laughs> now, the next time that happens, Wilson, I'm going to take away your art supporters. <laughs> Understand? Yes, sir. Hello, Cap. 
Officer O'Day, you're supposed to be on traffic duty at 5th and Main. That's right. Well, what are you doing here? The traffic is all balled up. Oh, it is, eh? Yes, can I have another corner and start over? <laughs> Absolutely not. You go back to 5th and Main and straighten out that traffic snarl. It's a lulu. I don't care if it is. Straighten it out. Yes, sir. <laughs> That old day is the worst traffic cop on the force. Well, why don't you take him? Why'd you take him off the bomb squad? What is that? I say, why'd you take him off the bomb squad? Because he hasn't any fingers left. <laughs> now he can't count at all. You better get that traffic moving in a hurry. Say, Captain O'Benny. Oh, you again. What is it now? Which is for stop, red or green? Get out of here. <laughs> what a dodo. If we didn't need him in our quartet, I'd fire him. <laughs> Hello, police headquarters. Captain, you slug him, I jug him. Oh, Benny speaking. <laughs> what? What's that, madam? I can't hear you. What? You'll have to talk louder. What's that? I said my husband was killed. Oh. Well, where did this happen? I see. I see. Well, was he? Oh, he was. Very well, madam. We'll be right over. Goodbye. Goodbye, Snooky. Hmm. Sergeant Wilson, we must leave immediately. There's been a murder committed on the Bay Bridge. And I'll solve this crime, or my name ain't you nail him, I jail him, O'Benny. Follow me. Calling all cars, calling all cars. Stay away from Fifth and Main, you'll never get through. That is all. Darn that old day. Sarge, this must be the place. Yeah, look at the crowd of people. Stop the car. Well, what's going on here? All right, all right. Break it up, everybody. I'm taking charge here. Now, where's the body? Coming through the ride. Don't get smart. Now, who are you? I'm the Dickens wife. Oh, Davido, eh? <laughs> well, you certainly don't look like Von. <laughs> I couldn't get a veil. Weinstein's is closed today. Well, so much for that. Now, let me ask you something. Pardon me, Cap. Do you mind if I leave? Well, what's the matter, Sarge? Well, I don't want you to think I'm a sissy or anything, but this high bridge makes me kind of dizzy. Now, go ahead. I can handle this alone. Now, let me ask you something, madam. Hmm, this bridge is pretty high. Oh, well, I just won't look over. Now, I want to ask you a few questions, madam. What's the name of your husband, the deceased? Smith. John Smith. John Smith, eh? And what's your name? Pocahontas. Cut that out! <laughs> now, tell me, Mrs. Smith, were you in love with... Gee, this bridge is high. Swaying a little, too. Now, tell me, Mrs. Smith, were you in love with your late husband? I ain't talking till I see my lawyer. Your lawyer, eh? Where is he? There he is, cleaning that gun. Oh, sweetheart. Yes, sugar. Oh-ho! <laughs> So you're Mrs. Smith's lawyer, eh? That's me, bub. Well, I think your client is guilty of murder. That's supposition, and you can't hold her without a writ of habeas corpus. I know all about that. What are you doing with that gun in your hand? I'm cleaning it, whereas, and to wit. We know you're a lawyer. Shut up. <laughs> now, see here, Mr. Attorney. What's your relationship to Mrs. Smith? Strictly business. She's nothing but a client. Oh, yeah? Don't let him bluff you, darling. Don't worry, sweetie pie. Sweetie pie? Oh, ho! <laughs> Oh, oh. oh, quiet nothing. I'm arresting you, Mrs. Smith, for the murder of your husband. What do I care? Sure, I killed him. And you know why? Because I hated him. I hated John Smith, and I'm glad he's dead. Gee, I 
never realized this bridge was so high. <laughs> oh, well. No, no, Captain. She didn't do it. She's trying to shield me. I confess. I killed John Smith. I shot him dead. Gee, it's still swaying a little, too. <laughs> oh! Ooh. Gee, I wonder if I ought to... Well, what are you standing there for? Are you going to rent this or not? Gee, I'm dizzy. Oh, I guess it's just my imagination. No, it isn't. <laughs> now, see here, you two. I'm arresting you. I'm arresting you for the murder of... What's that? Hello, boss. Here I am, saving sound. Oh, hello, Rochester. So you finally got here, eh? What's the matter, boss? Nothing. I see the Maxwell is running all right. Did you pay the toll when you drove on the bridge? No, the man just took a look at the car and said, this one's on the house. <laughs> oh. Well, as long as you're here, you can give me a lift. So long, folks. Hey, what about us? Yeah, aren't you going to arrest us? A drop in at the police station. We'll talk it over. Come on, Rochester. Step on it. Okay, boss. <laughs> We're a little late, folks, and it was swell being here. Good night, everybody. It's the National Broadcasting Company. Well, that's that. Gee, what a crowd. Follow me, Jack. I'll get you through the dressing room. I don't know of any better interference, Don. <laughs> I'm right behind you. Can I have your autograph, Miss Livingston? Why, certainly. Here you are, little boy. Mary. <laughs> Mary will never get through this mob. Oh, Mr. Harris, can I have your autograph? Sure, honey. What's your name and telephone number? Phil, cut that out. <laughs> Keep pushing through, Don. Here's the dressing room, Jack. Come on, Dennis. Here I am, Mr. Benny. Wow, what excitement. Well, fellas, there's another one in the bag. Well, how do you think the show went over, Jack? Very good, Don, considering we had to work in such a big auditorium. Yes, sir, 9,000 people. And they were a swell audience. They sure were, Jack. Did you hear them laugh when I said I was sharing the bridal suite with Phil Harris? Oh, they really went for that one. And when I said I hope you'll both be very happy, they screamed, didn't they, Mary? Sarah, how about the yell I got when I said Dennis Day was sleeping in the bassinet? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what they were laughing at. I never slept in a bassinet in my life. Well, maybe you haven't, Dennis, but they laugh because a bassinet sounds funny. Sure it's funny. Imagine a guy sleeping in a horn. <laughs> a horn? Man, you're thinking of a bassoon. A bassinet is a baby's crib. Oh, well, say, that's even better, ain't it? <laughs> yes, Phil, we think so. Say, Jack. What? I thought you were marvelous tonight. I never saw you work better. Well. Here you got big laughs. They screamed at you. Well, thanks, Mary. Now stick your shirt tail back in. <laughs> oh, was that out during the broadcast? Why didn't somebody tell me? I thought you were doing it for a gag. Bill, I don't resort to those corny tactics like you do. You never got a laugh in your life without mugging it up. What are you talking about? I was the hit of the show tonight and I didn't make one face. You were the hit of the show. Yes, if you don't believe it, I'll leave it to Don. All right, and I'll leave it to Mary. Are you sure you want to do that, Jack? Correction, I leave it to Dennis. <laughs> I got more laughs. Oh, let's go out and eat. Every week you two have the same argument. Well, I'm tired of Phil's bragging all the time. When you come right down, he had very little to do on this show. I'm fixing that, too. Next week I'm going to bring in my own rider. Oh, no, you don't. The last rider you brought in didn't know a single joke that didn't begin with a traveling salesman went up to a farmer's daughter. <laughs> a fine rider. What was his name again? Belly Laugh Barton. 
That's the guy. Some gag man. <laughs> oh, Jack, remember those cards he used to hand out? Cards? Yeah. Belly Laugh Barton. Call out the police. I'm a riot. <laughs> oh, yes. What a pest he was. You never did like that guy, did you, Jack? No, and his idea of humor. I told him one day if he didn't watch out with that cane of his, I'd hit him right over the head with it. <laughs> Whatever became of that broken-down genius, anyway? He's working for Fred Allen. Oh, well, they ought to make a marvelous combination. Belly Laugh Barton and Call Me a Taxi. Okay, you're a taxi, Allen. <laughs> they ought to get along swell together. Ah, uh, Jack, you're just sort, Allen, because last Wednesday you said you were stingy. Listen, Mary, saying I'm stingy is one thing, and proving it is another. Well, he said it, and I'll prove it. <laughs> That's so. Well, I'll tell you one thing, Mary, and this goes for Phil Harrison. Oh, Jack, stop all this arguing. We just finished the program. Let's relax for a while. You're right, Don. I'm sorry. But Phil always... Well, forget it. I'm going back to the hotel now. And listen, fellas, I want you all to get a good night's rest because, remember, we're leaving very early in the morning for Yosemite. We're going to have four lovely days in the snow. I thought you were kidding, Jack. Are you really treating us to a vacation in Yosemite? I certainly am. Oh, boy, am I going to pop you with a snowball. You're not going to pop me, Phil, because you're not going. You invited me, didn't you? That's been canceled as of your attitude tonight. <laughs> so forget it. Now, fellas, it's pretty cold up in Yosemite, so I think that tomorrow morning we ought to buy all the warm clothes and equipment we'll need for the winter sport. That's a good suggestion, Jack. I'm going to get some skates and go ice skating every day. So was I until I heard that. <laughs> Don't worry, Mary. It gets pretty cold up there. That ice will even hold Wilson up. Just the same. If I hear a crack, I'm not going to stop to think of an answer. <laughs> All right, suit yourself. Now, Dennis. Yes, please? I, uh, I think you ought to buy a pair of ski shoes and some skis. Well, I've never been on skis before, Mr. Benny. It's pretty dangerous, isn't it? No, there's nothing to it. You just keep one foot a little ahead of the other and your knees slightly bent. You, you soon get on to it. <laughs> Say, Jack, uh, tell what happened to you last year when you went skiing at Lone Pine. Well, that was just an accident. <laughs> what happened, Barry? Jack banged into a tree so hard a squirrel came down waving a white flag. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, the only reason I hit that tree is because I was skiing on one foot. And the only reason you were skiing on one foot is because the other one got caught in your bloomers. <laughs> those weren't bloomers, those were ski pants. Those were bloomers, and you borrowed them from me. Mary, you keep that up, and you'll stay home like Phil Harris. Anyway, Dennis, I'll meet you in the store uh, tomorrow morning, and be sure to buy a pair of skis. Bloomers, too? No. <laughs> now, get this straight, everybody. We'll meet in the morning at 7.30 sharp in that little sporting goods store right next to my hotel. That's where I want you to buy all your clothing and equipment. Oh, get in the cut, eh? No, I'm not getting the cut, eh? <laughs> I want everybody to meet there so we can leave right from the store for Yosemite. Okay, Jackson, it's a date. You're not going, Phil. Neither am I if I have to get up at 7 o'clock. Mary, it won't hurt you to get up early one morning. What did you do when you worked in the May Company? Up till noon, I had a stand-in. <laughs> Just the same, you meet me at 7.30 tomorrow morning. Well, I'm going to run along now, fellas. Is everything clear? Sure, Jack. Good. Come on, Mary, let's go. Oh, gee whiz, Jack, I don't want to get up at 7.30. Look, Mary, I know it's early, but... Once you're up, you'll enjoy it. The air is snappy and fresh, and feel feel like a million. Oh, here.
Here you are, Mary. Right in front of the store and right on time, too. 7.30. I'm sorry I had to get you up so early in the morning. Did you have a good night's rest? Oh, shut up. <laughs> You're always so touchy in the morning. Well, you'll feel better after you've had some breakfast. I ate. Uh, Mary, what's the matter with you anyway? Look how nice it is outdoors. The sun is shining. The birds are singing. Be happy and gay. You're going on a vacation. Hooray. That's the spirit. <laughs> well, let's go in the store and buy what we need. Hey, we're the only ones here. I guess we must be the first customers, eh, Mary? Yeah. Oh, there's the clerk. Good morning, sir. Good morning. I'm, uh, I'm going to Yosemite, and I'd like to buy some equipment for the winter sport. You can rent everything you need up there. I know that, but I'd rather buy my own. Much more expensive that way. I don't care. I want to buy my own equipment. Okay, you're the doctor. Now, let's see... I'll need some heavy woolen socks and a sweater. Say, Mary, it's pretty cold up there. Do you think I ought to buy some long underwear? Do they come any longer than the ones you're wearing? <laughs> they're not so long. They just stretch when they're washed. A uh, young man, I think I'll take some long underwear, woolen socks, two pair of mittens, and a sweater. What are you going to do with all that? I told you I'm going up to Yosemite. Well, how long are you going to stay there? About four days. Okay, you're the doctor. <laughs> Believe me, I know what I'm doing. Now, let's see. Oh, yes, uh, I almost forgot. I want to get some snowshoes, a fur hood, and some felt-lined boots. Oh, come now. <laughs> Never mind, it's cold up there. Excuse me a minute. My wife just came in. Good morning, dear. I brought your lunch. Thanks, darling. Are you busy right now? Yes, I'm waiting on Admiral Byrd. <laughs> Admiral Byrd, yes. Hey, Mary, I'm going to buy some skis. Come over and help me pick out a pair. Be careful, Jack. Remember what happened to you at Lone Pine. Don't worry about me, Mary. I can ski like a Norwegian. A white back and walk in, they used to call me Bajork Benny. <laughs> That's what. You're a Bajork, all right. <laughs> well, at least you're waking up. Say, here's, here's a nice pair right here. Hey, young fellow, I think I'll buy this pair of skis right here. Pretty dangerous, you know. Not if you know how to use them. I want this pair of skis. Okay. I'm the doctor, so don't argue. My goodness. Very well. Shall I wrap them up, or do you want to wear them? Wrap them up, of course. How can I get in my car with a pair of skis on? Take the top down. Now, look, young man, I didn't come here to argue with you. I just want to buy these skis. How much are they? Twenty-two fifty. Twenty-two fifty. Fine, Jack. You can send them to your father in Florida. <laughs> Gee, that should have gotten a bigger laugh in California. <laughs> well, they're pretty steep, but I'll take them. 
I never saw such a... Well, hello, Don. Hiya, Dennis. Hello, Jack. Hello, Mr. Benny. Well, Mary, this is a little early for you, isn't it? Oh, no, it's wonderful. The sun is shining, the birds are singing. What do they want, anyway? <laughs> Don't annoy her, Don. You know, the princess can't get up until noon. Well, I'd get up early, too, if I stayed home every night like you do. What do you mean, I stay home every night? You know very well I go out with Gladys on Wednesday and Saturday. And Thursday, I bowl till midnight. See, you're a regular Tommy Manville. Don't be funny. Say, Don, you better get whatever you need in a hurry so we can get started. Well, the only thing I need, Jack, is a pair of ski pants. Okay. Say, young man, have you got a pair of ski pants his size? Let him ask me. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I intruded. Ask him, Don. Young man, have you got a pair of ski pants that'll fit me? Just, so don't bend over. <laughs> ha, ha, that's very comical. Quiet, I've had just about enough for you. For me? Well, of all the insolence. Why don't you punch him in the nose, Jack? You do it. You're more in the mood than I am. Come on, Don, get your stuff and let's get out of here. Do you want anything, Dennis? No, I bought all the stuff I need across the street. I'm glad you did. Come on, fellas, let's go. Rochester's waiting for us in front of the hotel with the car. Okay, Jack. Oh, boy, Yosemite. I can hardly wait. Well, look who's here. Hiya, Jackson. Hello, fellas. Oh, hello, Phil. What are you doing in this store, Phil Harris? What do you think I'm doing? I'm going to buy my stuff for Yosemite. You're not going up in my car. Who cares? i got a car of my own, and I'm leaving at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, you are, eh? Yes, and I'll be in Yosemite before you finish taking up collection for your gasoline. <laughs> All right, Sour Gates, I'm paying for this trip, gasoline and all. Come on, fellas. I'll ride up with Phil. You'll ride with me. Now, let's go. Here, Dennis, carry my ski. Okay, Mr. Benny. What can I do for you, sir? Give me a real snappy ski outfit, a pair of ice skates, and a case of musician's milk. Oh, bourbon, eh? Don, are you and Mary comfortable back there? Yeah, we're fine, Jack. Everything's okay. Speak for yourself, Don. I'm half frozen. Well, put the blanket around here. Rochester, can't you go a little faster? We've been driving eight hours, and we're nowhere near Yosemite. We made much better time from Los Angeles to Oakland. Mr. Wilson wasn't with us then. <laughs> oh, that's right. I can hardly move with these suitcases and Don all around me. Oh, stop complaining, Mary. I'm holding Dennis on my lap, ain't I? You wouldn't if you had a windshield. <laughs> That's so. I'm just holding Dennis so you'll be comfortable. Are you all right, Dennis? Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> well, wrap your muffler up around you and you'll be all right. Okay, Mr. <laughs> boy. Say, Jack, uh, why don't you let me hold Dennis back here on my lap? You've got fat, Don. You don't need him. <laughs> Gee, the scenery is beautiful along here. Hey, Rochester. Yes, boss? Uh, listen to the knock on that motor. Does that mean anything? Not anymore. <laughs> I wish 
you'd watch those things. See, the way you abuse this car, it'll have no trade-in value at all. Trade-in value? Yes. Boss, this car has to tiptoe past the junkyard now. <laughs> does, Abe. Well, if you want to know something, Rochester, a man offered me $485 for this car. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, he did. I said, uh-huh, that's as far as I'll go. <laughs> well, he's not the only one. I've had other offers. Dennis, will you please sit still and enjoy the scenery? Say, Jack, I'm getting hungry. You are? Yeah, when are you going to take the hot dogs out of the radiator? <laughs> as soon as they're done. I'll sit back and be patient. <laughs> Gee, we'll be going through the mountains in a minute. Oh, Rochester, what's the gas situation? Still 19 cents a gallon. I don't mean that. <laughs> I mean, what does the gauge say? It's right between empty and positively. <laughs> well, we're all right for a while yet. But uh, we better stop at the next station and not take any chances. Oh, Jack, Jack. What? Look at Downey. Sound asleep. Oh, yeah. What is he mumbling about? I don't know. Why don't you go to your neighborhood grocer and ask him for a package of tempting, delicious jello? It comes in ice skates, snowshoes, cherry, orange, lemon. <laughs> Isn't that cute? Huh? So insist on genuine jello and look for the big red letters on the steep pants. Steep <laughs> pants? Wow. Maybe I better wake him up, Jack. He'll catch cold. No, let him alone. He's happy. Hey, Rochester, take it easy going around these curves here. Rochester, wake up! We're not there yet. Rochester, don't you ever fall asleep at the wheel again. We could have been killed. Now watch yourself. Okay, boss. And it's getting dark. Turn on the headlights. They've been on for 15 minutes. Oh. Gee, they're not very bright for driving, are they? Oh, well, the moon will be out pretty soon. That's all right for songwriters, but it won't help me any. Oh, stop squawking and watch the road. Pull over at the side, Rochester. Somebody wants to pass it. All right, come on, come on. Hey, Jackson, why don't you get a horse? It's Bill Harris. Hello, Bill. Ignore him, Mary. The big show-off. Look at him ahead there. Rochester, step on the gas. I'll give you fifty dollars if you pass him. I'll give you a hundred. Go back to fifty. I feel bad enough. <laughs> Oh, well, let him go. We don't want to be with him anyway. Uh, Jack, we'll never make you somebody by tonight. It's pretty dangerous driving through the mountains. Maybe you're right, Don. Let's stop somewhere and leave early in the morning. Oh, no. I got up this morning, but tomorrow comes the revolution. You'll get up with the rest of us. We'll stop at an auto court. We ought to get to one pretty soon. I hope so. Well, I'm glad to hear from you, Dennis. I thought you were frozen. Rochester, see those lights up ahead? That might be an auto camp. Slow down. Okay. Now, listen, fellas. When we get there, I'm paying for all your rooms. Yes, sir. Of course, I really don't have to because our vacation doesn't officially start until we get to Yosemite. <laughs> but just the same, this is on me. Yes, sir. Yep, 
Keep talking, brother. You're hooked. I'm not hooked. I'm only too glad to do it. Say, boss, you were right. Look at that sign. Where? Right there. It says Mountain View Auto Court. Our cabins are cozy, so come in and dozy. Oh, yes, and it says 75 cents a night. Pull up, Rochester. We'll stop here. Uh, honk the horn. Maybe somebody will come out. They didn't hear it. Try the other one. That ought to bring him. Mm, here comes somebody now. Good evening, folks. What can I do for you? Uh, we're on our way to Yosemite, and we'd like to stop here. How much are your cabin? Three dollars a night. Three dollars a night? Why, your sign there says 75 cents. Yep, that stops them every time. <laughs> the worst thing I've ever heard of, fooling people like that. I know, but our cabins are worth three dollars a night. We've got running water. I don't care if you've got sitting bull. I'll only pay 75 cents. Now, we'll need about four cabins. I'm sorry, but we only had one left, and that was just taken. Just taken? Yes, you'll have to go somewhere else. Well, for heaven's sake, why didn't you tell me in the first place and not waste my time? What? Quiet up there. I'm trying to get some sleep. <laughs> Oh, so Harris got the last cabin. I bet he didn't pay any three dollars. You said it, kid. Well, I wouldn't stay here now if you gave me the place for nothing. Drive on, Rochester. Okay, you're the doctor. Imagine Harris getting the last cabin. Boy, what luck. All we need now is a flat tire. Don't tempt them, boss. They're much too willing. That tea's still and dry. I'm hungry, Jack. I'm cook-a-cook-cold. I'm hungry and cook-a-cook-cold. Well, gee whiz, fellas, we'll get to another place pretty soon. Cheer up, everybody. Stop acting like a lot of babies. Come on, let's sing and be happy. Merrily, we roll along, roll along, roll along, Mar... What's the matter with you? Come on, sing. Merrily, we roll along, roll along, roll along, merrily, we roll along, roll along. It is now the following morning, and we are once more on the road headed down the highway toward Yosemite. Who cares? We found a much better place to stay. Some place. I rang for a bellboy and a coyote came in. Well, it was rather primitive. Killers, now that you've got me loving you. Killers, careless in everything you do. Are you just careless as you seem to be? Or do you just careless for me? I said for me. Uh, very good, Rochester. Very good. Now sing Scatterbrain. Now wait a minute, boy. Rochester, I said sk sing Scatterbrain. I'm tired singing for you all the time. Why don't you put a radio in this car? Because I only want to hear what I want to hear. That's why. Oh, Jack, let him rest. He's been singing for an hour. I don't mind singing, Miss Livingston, but at 8 o'clock he wants me to imitate Amos and Andy. <laughs> well? I can't do that blackface stuff. <laughs> You can try, that's all I ask. You don't have to be perfect. There's a car coming, Rochester. I think we better let it pass it. I think it's inevitable. 
Look at that speed demon showing off. He ought to get a ticket. Oh, you're jealous of every car that's got cylinders. <laughs> I am not. Boy, what a ride. Two days to make 180 miles. Listen, Mary, if you don't like it, get out and walk. How can I walk after two days in this cocktail shaker? <laughs> oh, this car doesn't vibrate so much. It doesn't. You've been trying to get that cigar in your mouth for the last five miles. Don't worry, I'll make it. Yeah, I never saw anyone like it. It's funny Don and Dennis aren't complaining. I'm fine, Mr. Benny. There you are. Are you all right back there, Don? Well, uh, tell you the truth, Jack, I'm still a little sleepy. You're sleepy? What about me? You're a nice fellow, Don, but that's the last time I'll ever share a bed with you and Dennis. I didn't have much of it. That's right. You were wedged in pretty tight there. Incidentally, Dennis, what was the idea of wiggling your ears all night long? I dreamt there was a butterfly on my way to a daisy. <laughs> well, that's rather odd. You know, Jack, I had a dream, too. I dreamt I was lost in Mexico with Clark Gable. Oh. Mighty nice country down there. <laughs> Yeah, especially this time of year, you know. Another car wants to pass us, Rochester. Okay, boss, let's look nonchalant. <laughs> Never mind, let him go, the fool. There's another guy that ought to get pinched. Oh, he wasn't going so fast. He wasn't, eh? He passed us, and our speedometer says 65 miles an hour. I thought you were going to have that fixed. <laughs> Never mind. Say, boss, there's a big hill up ahead. What'll we do? What'll we do? Climb it, of course. It's pretty steep, you know. Rochester, this car's made hills much steeper than that one. Not doing my regime. <laughs> Just give her the gas. We'll make it. Okay. Hang on, everybody. There you are. We're doing fine. Uh-oh. Well, don't let it die out. I mean, throw it in the second. There ain't no second. Then throw it in the first. What are you waiting for? Okay, boy. <laughs> There, now we'll make it. Pull a choke out. Okay. Keep calm, everybody. Don't get excited. We're near the top. We're making it. We're making it. That did it. We're over. <laughs> well, here we are. It was a little dangerous, but... We're all right now, eh, Mary? I don't know why I don't punch you right in the nose. You wouldn't dare. You weren't afraid, were you, Dennis? No, sir, that was fun. Let's do it again. It won't be necessary. Say, Jack, now the excitement is over, let's stop at that lunchroom up ahead and get something to eat. Okay. There's a gas station alongside of it. Good. We'll put some water in the radiator and some air in the tire. Yeah, and you better put some of that stuff they make a little profit on in the gas tank. <laughs> I'm going to get some gas, Rochester, so mind your own business. Well, here we are. Let's stop. <laughs> Gee, I'm hungry. Rocky Crest, ten minutes here, folks. Rochester, you're not driving a bus. Now get out, everybody. Oh, boy, it feels good to stretch. Huh? Yes, sir, I'm stiff as a board. I feel wonderful, simply marvelous. You don't have to be so sarcastic, Mary. What about the women that used to ride across the plains in covered wagons? I envy them. Well, I'll tell you... I'll tell you one thing, Mary. If I ever ask you to take a trip with me again, I'll go right out and have my head examined. And if I say yes, they can throw a net over both of us. 
All right, all right. I've got to get some gas to wait for me in the lunchroom. And if it's not too much trouble, order me a peanut butter sandwich, will you? Okay. Come on, Dan. Right with you, Murray. See you later. Now, where did Dennis disappear to? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Say, young fella. Yes, sir? I want five gallons of gas, please. Ethel, Pethel, or Schmethel? The regular gas will be all right. Five gallons, please. Ethel is much better for your motor. Now, look, buddy, I know what I want. Put in five gallons of regular gas. Okay, you're the doctor. <laughs> you remind me of a fella that waited on me in a sporting goods store in Oakland. That's my brother, Egbert. Isn't he priceless? <laughs> He sure is. Oh, Mr. Benny, where'd the gang go? They're in the lunchroom, Dennis. Okay. La, 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 la. I never saw such a happy kid. Say, Rochester. Rochester, see what else the car needs. I'm going in and eat. Don't forget the driver, boss. Oh, yes. I'll bring you back something. What do you want, Rochester? I'd like a stuffed pork chop on the glass. You'll get a hamburger under mustard and pick a lily. Now, check the tires so we can leave as soon as possible. Okay. Please pass the ketchup, will you, Mary? Here you are, Don. Oh, you're eating already, eh? You order my peanut butter sandwich, Mary? Yes, and it was delicious. Oh, fine. Now, order me another one. Hey, Mr. Benny, look what I found on this record machine. What, Dennis? Look at number 12 here. It says, Darn That Dream with a vocal refrain by Dennis Day. Oh, one of your records, eh? Well, let's hear it. Put in a nickel. Okay.
Say, Dennis, that was swell. I didn't know you made records. Shall I play it again? No, don't bother. But it was a grand number. He ought to sing it on the program sometime. You're darn right. Gee, the food's good here, isn't it, Judge? Well, we were pretty hungry, Don. Oh, Miss? Yes, sir? That peanut butter was delicious, but I'm still hungry. Give me a T-bone steak for myself and a hamburger to take out. Okay. Two cows. Torture one. <laughs> And by the way, miss, uh, I want my steak uh, very rare. The T-bone's for Tarzan. Okay. <laughs> well, they understand each other anyway. Let's hurry up and eat, fellas. I'm dying to get the Yosemite. Yeah, I bet Mr. Harris is there already. Who, Phil? Oh, he's still sleeping in that auto court. He might have passed us yesterday, but we'll beat him into Yosemite. We will, eh? Yeah, you know the story of the hare and the tortoise, don't you, Mary? The what? The tortoise. You know, turtle. One turtle soup. Come on, Wait a minute. <laughs> I didn't order any soup. Oh, pardon me. Shuffle the turtle. <laughs> you can't even open your mouth around here. <laughs> What's that? There's a parrot over there, isn't it, cute? Where? Oh, yeah, in that cage. Let's go over and talk to it. Gee, I love Pat. That one's a beauty. It sure is cute. Hello, Polly. Hello, Polly. Hello, Polly. Oh, isn't that marvelous? Polly want a cracker? Polly want a cracker. Gee whiz. You talk to Mary. Okay. Hello, Polly. Hiya, Pat. What you doing tonight? Well, that's terrific. Your steak is ready, sir. Thanks. Gee, Mary, isn't it wonderful the way that bird talks? Huh? Yeah, hurry up and eat your steak, Jeff, so we can get out of here. Well, it won't take me long. Oh, miss, will you please fill this thermos bottle with coffee? I want to take it with me. Yes, sir. Very little cream. There you are. Thank you. Gee, you folks measure everything around here, don't you? Stop talking, Jack. We want to get going. I'll be through in a minute, Don. Uh, pardon me, but aren't you Jack Benny from the radio? Yes, I am. I thought so. Would you mind autographing this piece of rye crisp for me? <laughs> well, I'll, I'll be glad to. You know, Mr. Benny, you're my favorite comedian. Well, thanks very much. I'm my favorite. You sound like them, too. That parrot's a little fresh there. Here's your autograph, miss. Thanks. Come on, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. Come on, Jeff. Boy, am I tired of that. Nobody asked you to listen, you know. And it be the trees that build the breeze. Boy. Well, plenty of people like that song if you want to know something. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, Jack, you're arguing with a parrot. I don't care. He started it. <laughs> Get out of here. Give me the check, please. For everybody? Yes, it's my treat. And here's 50 cents for you, miss. Well, now I'll mean everything. Shoot me. Know <laughs> how I'd love to. Come on, fellas. Before we go, miss, I want to congratulate you on the marvelous dish of jello you served me. Thank you. I can see now why it's America's favorite gelatin dessert. It's tempting and appetizing, easy to make, and as you know, comes in six delicious flavors. Look, <laughs> Fresh bird, that is. By the way, miss, where's that hamburger? Here you are. It's in this bag. Oh, yes. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Benny. You've got a spoon in his pocket. I have not. <laughs> Come on, gang. Let's get out of here. I'd rather have a canary any day. You had a canary. He took it back because he couldn't sing Rigoletto. 
Well, it wasn't a guarantee. What a guy. He expects Nelson Eddie with feathers. Oh, quiet. Hey, Rochester, here's your sandwich. Thanks, boss. Is everything all set now? Everything's fine. All ready to go. Good. How much do I owe you, young man? It'll be $2.10 for gas and $12 for the tire. The tire? What tire? Hop in, boss. Let's get going. <laughs> Wait a minute, Rochester. What's the idea of buying a new tire? Well, you told me to check them, and the right front one was a little low. Yes? So I put some air in it, then kicked it to see if it was hard. Uh-huh. I never should have done that. <laughs> That's no excuse for buying a new tire. If it blew out, you could have patched the inner tube. Patch it? We couldn't even find it. <laughs> well, here's your money, mister. From now on, Rochester, before you buy anything, please consult me first. Come on, everybody, let's go. Where's Dennis? Oh. <laughs> well, pile in. Pile in, fellas. I'll get, the, I'll get the car started. Are you going to drive, boss? Yes, I'll drive for a while so you can eat your sandwich. Are you ready to go, Mr. Benny? Yes, hop in, Dennis. Come on, everybody. I'm driving. Now, let's see. Uh, where's the starter, Rochester? Right there on the floor next to the mousetrap. <laughs> oh, yes. Mice, I'm getting out of here. Don't worry, Mary. There was one little mouse living in the toolbox. Little mouse? He came out and hit me with a hammer, didn't he? <laughs> oh, stop exaggerating. Now, hold on, everybody. We're off. There we are. When I handle it, Rochester, uh -huh. all you have to do is know how to drive it, that's all. Uh -huh. That's all there is to it. I'm doing all right, ain't I, Mary? Yeah, but you look pretty silly with those goggles on. I do, eh? And turn your cap around. Who do you think you are, Barney Oldfield? I'll wear my cap any way I want to. Uh -huh. Shut up! <laughs> oh, Don, uh, you're not nervous with me driving, are you? 
No, Jack, uh, but what makes the car weave from side to side? With this new tire on, it's gone nuts. Well, it does throw me off a little. I'll hold the wheel tighter. Somebody wants to pass us. Pull over at the side, Rochester. You're driving, boy. Oh, yes. <laughs> come on, come on. How can people drive that fast? A guy like that ought to get a ticket. Was that Phil Harris, Mr. Benny? No, Phil's got a red sport model with a blonde siren. <laughs> hey, fellas, you know, it's uh, it's fun uh, it's fun being at the wheel for a change. Hey, Jack, pull over. Somebody else wants to pass it. Okay, okay. Well, I'll be darned. It's a hay wagon. Yeah. What, Jack, do you mean to say you're going to let a team of horses pass us? They weren't ordinary horses down. The one on the outside looked like Indian brooms. <laughs> hey, fellas, look at that sign. Yosemite National Park, 23 miles. Yeah, I just got time to knit a sweater. <laughs> you have not. Allowing for the hills and everything, we'll be there in a couple of hours. Say, boys, do you want me to drive for a while? No, I don't want to bother changing seats. You don't have to change, just hand me the wheel. <laughs> Don't be smart. I'll drive, Rochester. Everybody has to be so comical. Gotta have it. Another speed demon. It looks like Phil Harris's car. It is Phil. Pull over, Jack. Pull over nothing. He's not gonna beat me to Yosemite. I'm gonna hog the road. Keep on honking, Phil. That ain't gonna help any. Come on, pull that egg beater out of the way. Oh, boy, is he burning up. Jack, you're right in the center of the road. I know what I'm doing. I'll teach that guy to show off. Come on, Jackson. I'm in a hurry. Let me by. Oh, no, Phil. Get in line. From now on, this is gonna be a parade. <laughs> What's that? Pull over to the side, buddy. What do you think you're doing? Who, me, officer? Yes, you, and make it snappy. Here, Rochester, you sit at the wheel. It's too late now, boss. What's the idea of blocking the highway? Don't you know it's against the law? Well, gee, officer. Let me see your driver's license. I'm glad you got that guy, officer. He's a menace to safe driving. I was only kidding, Phil Harris, and you know it. Look, officer, we're friends. Friends? I never saw this guy before in my life. I think he's crazy. Why, Phil Harris, you mean to say that... May I go now, officer? I'm a physician and I'm on a rush call. Go right ahead, doctor. <laughs> doctor? He's no more doctor than I am. By the way, officer, uh, I'd inspect the trunk in the back of his car. I think there's a body in it. <laughs> Why, Phil Harris... Hold on, officer. Goodbye, doctor. <laughs> Now, look, officer. I've had about enough out of you. Let's have that driver's license. Now, look, officer. You see, I'm taking my little family to Yosemite. And I worked hard all year and saved up every penny, and this was to be our vacation up in the snow. <laughs> you say one word, Mary Livingston. <laughs> I realize, officer, that I've broken the law, but I just hate to have anything upset the vacation plans of my little family. I see. Well, I'm a family man myself, and I appreciate what this trip means to you, so I'll let you go this time. But in the future, keep to the right. Oh, I will, officer, I will. Way over to the side. <laughs> Thanks very much. You're welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. Well, that was a close call. All right, relax, fellas, and let's get started. Can I drive now, Daddy? <laughs> Drive till we get there. 
coming into Yosemite. A fine time to be getting in. Ten o'clock at night. Well, we have mountains to climb. There are a lot of curves. Oh, Rochester, where are you? Right beside you, boys. It's dark. <laughs> well, either open your eyes or smile. <laughs> There's the gate, fellas. Yosemite National Park. Hooray! Boy, what fun we're going to have. We'll check in at the Awani Hotel, have a nice hot shower, a little supper, and get to bed so we can get up early in the morning, go out and play in the snow. Oh, boy. How are we going to get through that gate? It's closed. Well, naturally it's closed. you got to pay $2 to get into the park. There's the ranger station right there. Here comes the ranger now. Good evening, folks. Uh, good evening. Uh, we're on our way. We want to go to the Awani Hotel to spend a few days there. That's two dollars to get in, isn't it? Yes, but you can't get through tonight. The park closes at 10 p.m. What? I'm sorry, but we we don't open until six o'clock in the morning. Six o'clock in the morning? But what are we going to do to land? There's a lovely auto camp just 40 miles back. I know. We stayed there last night. <laughs> Now, look. Look, mister. Can't you make an exception just for tonight? I'm sorry. I'd like to help you out, but rules are rules. I see. Good night. Good night. Well, this is the last straw. What are we going to do now, Jack? I don't know. I got a couple of tents in the back of the car. We can put them up. Yeah, that'll be fun. Oh, everything is fun to you. <laughs> well, Dennis is right. It won't hurt to rough it once in a while. It'll be good for us. Oh, my goodness, don't tell me it's going to rain now. That's all we need. Well, I just won't spend the night right here in the car. We're all tired anyway. We'll sleep till morning. That's right, Jack. It'll only be a few hours. Oh, gone. It looks like it's really going to rain. Mark Brunion's bouncing. If that means anything. Here it comes. Well, good night, fellas. Good night, Jack. Good night, Mr. Benny. Good night. Dennis, you don't have to put your pajamas on. <laughs> well, good night, Mary. Pleasant dreams. Keep them. Hmm. Oh, nuts. Everything has to happen to me. Well, it's your own fault. If you had a decent car, we'd have been here two days ago. Well, it can't be helped now. Good night, Mary. Good night. I didn't want to come to Yosemite anyway. I don't know how I ever let you talk me into it. All right, Mary, I'm trying to sleep. Come on up to Yosemite, Mary. We'll have a lot of fun. We'll play around in the snow. <laughs> Fine lot of fun. Mary, will you please be quiet? We're all trying to get a little sleep. My goodness. Some car. Oh. <laughs> Now, look, Mary, you might as well make the best of it. It's raining. The park gates don't open until 6 o'clock in the morning. So quit beefing and get some rest. Okay. Good night. Good night. Why'd you ever leave Waukegan? <laughs> Mary, would it make you feel any better if I killed myself right now? Right in front of you? Look at Don. He's sound asleep already. Are you asleep, Don? Only my feet. Oh. How about you, Dennis? Dennis, are you comfortable? Yeah, this is fun. 
Oh, you've been having fun ever since your nurse dropped you. Boy, what I go through. I take the whole gang on a wonderful trip, and this is the thanks I get. Oh, well, I might as well try and get some rest. Oh, fine. Listen to Rochester. Rochester, close your mouth. Rochester. Let me see them die. Rochester, we can't sleep with that snoring going on. I'm glad you woke me up, boss. I was right in the middle of a crap game. How'd you make out? Pretty bad. I can't even dream myself rich. I'll go back to sleep. Maybe your luck will change. Good night. Good night, boss. Gee, I wish this rain would stop. Oh, well, it's good for the farmers. Six hours later. It is now the following morning, and our little group awakens to find themselves in a natural setting of breathtaking beauty. The sun is just rising over the snow-capped mountains. Birds are twittering in the giant redwoods. What a picture Mother Nature has painted. Come on, fellas. Come on, come on. Wake up, everybody. Come on, it's six o'clock. Wake up. Wake up, everybody. Stop with that bugle. Up, Mary, we gotta get going. You two done. Oh, what time is it, Jack? Six o'clock. Come on, kids. Up, up, up. Be happy and gay. It's a brand new day. Come, come. Oh, put your toupee on. <laughs> I don't wear any and snap out of it. And listen, everybody, I'm going to give you just ten minutes to be cheerful, or you'll have to pay for your own rooms. Are you up, Dennis? Yeah. Oh, boy, look at that scenery. Isn't it beautiful? It sure is. And look at those giant redwood trees. You know, Dennis, they're called sequoia. They are? Yes. You see, sequoia is an Indian word meaning heap big tree. Hey, throwing bull, when do we catch him breakfast? <laughs> we'll eat as soon as we get to the hotel. Come on, Rochester. We're ready to go. Okay, boss. How are you feeling? Fine. I broke even in that crap game. <laughs> That's good. Toot the horn, Rochester, so we can get to the ranger out here and pay our entrance fee into the park. Gee, the air is brisk up here, so snappy. Here comes the ranger now. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Up bright and early, I see. Yes, we want to get an early start. It's so beautiful here in the morning, especially the sun coming through the sequoias. You know, sequoia is an Indian word. Oh, really? Yes, it means big tree. And uh, Yosemite is an Indian word, too. You don't say. Yes, sir. You seem to be quite well informed about the park. Yes, I read all about it in this little booklet here. It explains everything. I know. I wrote it. Oh. 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 <laughs> well, here's the $2 entrance fee. Now, which road do we take to get to the Iwani Hotel? That's on page five. Oh, I must have missed that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Goodbye. Goodbye. Come on, Rochester. Let's go. Where's Dennis? Oh. <laughs> now, let's see. It, um, it says here in the book that the Awani Hotel is four miles straight ahead. We ought to make that today. We got an early start. 
Oh, uh, we'll be there in half an hour. All ready to go, Mr. Benny? Yes, Dennis, hop in. Let's get started, Rochester. Okay, boss. Well, here we are inside the gate. Gosh, I never saw such beautiful scenery in my life. You know, man is so insignificant compared to the majestic grandeur of this supreme phenomena of nature. What page is that on? <laughs> I made that up myself. Say, Jack, I can't understand why there isn't any snow here in the valley. Well, it's been a very mild winter, Don, but there's plenty of snow just a short drive from the hotel. It's up at Badger Pass. Are we all going skiing this afternoon, Mr. Benny? I don't know about you fellas, but I am. Boy, I can't wait till I get into my ski outfit and go zooming down those hills 60 miles an hour. Whee! Take it easy, Brittlebone. <laughs> Don't worry. I'll surprise you, Mary Livingston. Say, boss, are you sure this is the right road to the hotel? I think so, Rochester. We just passed the sign back there. What did it say? It was printed, boss. I'm a longhand man. <laughs> Well, stop the car and back up. There's no use getting out of our way. You won't see that sign. All clear, down? Yeah, nobody behind us. Okay. About 20 yards more, Rochester. Gee, I didn't know this car could back up. Oh, sure, Dennis. It does everything. Just a little further back, Rochester. About five more yards. That's it. There's the sign. What does it say? Wilshire Bowl, 400 miles. <laughs> Darn that Phil Harris. He put that up when he got here last night. Well, there must be a sign around here somewhere. Here comes an Indian, Jack. He ought to be able to help us. Where? Oh, yes. Gee, he's got long black hair. And look at the beads on his jacket. <laughs> well... <laughs> Well, naturally. <laughs> well, naturally, uh, Dennis, that's how Indians dress. I'll talk to them. <clears throat> how? How do you do? <laughs> uh, we like Ketchum Awani Hotel. The Awani? You continue on this road until you get to the bridge, and at the intersection, you bear right for approximately two miles. You can't miss it. Oh. Thank you very much, Chief. Ugh. Well, it's about time. <laughs> Go ahead, Rochester. We're on the right road. Okay, boss. Well, two more miles and we'll be at the hotel. Oh, Jack, look over here to your right. Isn't that Bridalvale Falls? Where? Oh, yes. My goodness, what a magnificent sight. And there's Yosemite Falls to the left. Yep, that's it, all right. Gee, it's beautiful. <laughs> Hey, fellas, look. Look straight ahead. There's Old Faithful, the famous geyser. Old Faithful? Why, Jack, Old Faithful is in Yellowstone. I don't care. There's a geyser right ahead of us, and it's shooting up. That's the radiator, boys. I lost the cap. <laughs> oh, is that... Is that spouting again? Well, step on it, Rochester. As soon as we get the hotel, we'll fix it. So our little gang finally reached the Awani Hotel, had breakfast, and went upstairs to change into their skiing outfits. Now, in just a moment, we'll take you to Jack's room at the Awani.
Boy, I can hardly wait till I get up there in that snow. Oh, Rochester, where'd you put my ski pants? They're on the bed, Mr. Benning. Oh, yes. Well, come in here and help me get dressed. Ain't you going to take a bath first? Not till I get back from skiing. I got water in the tub. I don't care. I'm not going to take a hot bath and go out in the cold air. I poured in some bath <laughs> Rochester, forget it. I'm not getting in that tub. I got your sailboat in. <laughs> Just mind your own business and help me get dressed. Gee, these, um... These, uh, ski pants look pretty good. And say, how do you like this lumberjack I've got on? Pretty loud shirt, isn't it, Rochester? That wouldn't even cause a ripple on Central Avenue. Well, I like it. Now, hand me my brown sweater. Here you are. Thanks. There. Now, hand me my gray sweater. Here you are. Thanks. There. Now, hand me my turtleneck sweater. Here you are. Well, now open the window. I want to try this stuff out. Okay. <sighs> That's enough. Close it. <laughs> Say, this uh, outfit ought to be all right. Do you think I need another sweater, Rochester? Not unless you've got a friend. <laughs> I guess I'll be warm enough. Come in. Hello, Rochester. Hello, Miss Livingston. Where's Mr. Benny? Here I am, Mary. I got three sweaters on. How do I look? Still no chest. <laughs> That's so. I'm chesty enough. <laughs> what are you laughing at? Look what it says on your back there. Walk, Egan, Ski, and Flexible Flyer Club. <laughs> well, certainly. I've been a member ever since I was a kid. Anyway, you wait till I get up to Badger Pass. I'll show you some real skiing. That must be Don and Dennis. Come in. Hiya, Jackson. Hello, Mary. Hiya, Rach. Hello, Phil. Hello, Mr. Harris. Bill Harris, you get right out of this room. You're not a member of our party. Now, wait a minute, Jackson. We're all up here to have some fun. Let's have it together. Bill, I told you in Oakland that due to your smart aleck attitude, you weren't invited on this trip. Oh, come on, Jack. Don't be such a baby. Sure, let's kiss and make up. Bill, I wouldn't kiss you if I was an old maid, which I'm not, and you were a tramp, period. <laughs> Kindly leave this room. Now, wait a minute, Jackson. I said I was sorry, and besides, I'll pay my own expenses. I don't care. Well. <laughs> All right. But if you get out of line once, I'm through with you. Oh, Rochester. Yes, boss? Bring the camera along. I want to get some good pictures of me in action. I don't know where it is. Well, find it. Say, Phil, have you been up to Badger Pass yet? Yes, I was up there this morning, and a terrible thing happened. I hadn't been there ten minutes when a guy broke his leg. Yikes! <laughs> What was that, Phil? I said some fella broke his leg skiing. Those hills are pretty steep, you know. Oh. Well, that's that. Shall I start packing for it? <laughs> no, of course not. He, uh, he broke his leg, eh, Phil? Yeah. Well, come on, Jackson. Let's get started. Okay. Gee, I don't know if it'll be any fun if there isn't any snow up there. Oh, there's plenty of snow over 41 inches. That's what I mean. It's too deep. You can't ski in deep snow. No fun in that. I'll tell you what. Let's go tomorrow. Now, listen, Jack Benny. I rode for three days in that Maxwell to get here, and all I heard was ski, ski, ski from morning to night. And I'm going to see you in action if I have to drag you up to that mountain and push you down. Well. Bravo, Miss Limson. You keep quiet. We don't need a cheering section around here. Come in. Well, 
Harry, you all set, Jack? Not quite, Don. Oh, hello, Mr. Harris. Hiya, kid. Well, Phil Harris. So you and Jack got together, huh? Yeah, we're buddies now, eh, Jackson? Yeah, we're buddies, all right. Well, come on, Jack. You've got all your clothes on. Aren't you going skiing? Yeah, but what's all this rush, rush, rush? We're supposed to be on a vacation. Let's relax. My goodness. Listen to the guy that blew the bugle. <laughs> well, I don't think we ought to go up to Badger Pass until we've had some lunch. And then those of us who want to go skiing can go skiing. Those of us who want to take a nap can take a little nap. After all, this is a vacation. Don't try to get out of it, Jack. Right after lunch, you're going skiing with us. Oh, boy, that'll be fun. Now, bye. That'll be fun. <laughs> That's all he knows. Well, come on, fellas. Let's go down to the dining room. Come on, let's hurry up. Yeah, let's get going. Say, Phil, about this fellow that broke his leg, was he going very fast or was he just showing off or something? Well, I'll tell you, Jack, it was like this. Mm -hmm. He started down the big hill all right, but uh -huh. when he got almost halfway, he seemed to trip and lose his balance. I see. Well, he kept going down faster and faster. And the first... Anyway, folks, we all enjoyed a hearty lunch, topped off by America's favorite gelatin dessert, tempting and appetizing jello. We each had one of its six delicious flavors, and oh boy, was it good. Yum, yum. <laughs> Immediately after lunch, we piled into the Maxwell and started out for Badger Pass. Hey, uh, Phil, give us a little time to get there, will you? Okay, Don. Hit it, boys. <laughs> Rochester and park the car. Okay, Mr. Harris. Gee, look at all those skiers coming down the hill. Oh, boy, isn't that a thrill? Yeah, whee! Shut up. <laughs> we yet. Come on, everybody, let's yeah, go. Let's get going. We're going to go. Rochester, Rochester, you stay here and watch the car. I'd kind of like to walk around and see what's going on. Okay, Rochester, but don't get lost in the snow. Who, me? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Say, fellas, 
You go ahead. I'm going to stop in the ski house and get a bite to eat. You just finished your lunch. Well, I want to get something hot to drink. I got a chill. We're coming with you. You ain't going to give us the slip. All right, come along. Who's trying to give you the slip? Say, there are a lot of people here, aren't there? Yes, this is a very popular place. Oh, miss? Yes, sir? I'd like a cup of hot chocolate, please. It'll take a little time to make it. Would you just as soon have coffee? No, I'll wait. A cup of hot chocolate, please. Hey, Jack, here comes the ski instructor. I want you to meet him. Hey, Larson. Hello, Mr. Harris. I see you're back again this afternoon. Sure. Say, how's that fella coming along that broke his leg this morning? Well, it was a pretty bad fracture, but he'll be all right in a few weeks. It was his own fault, you know. He was a beginner and just wouldn't listen. That's the trouble with those beginners. They think they know everything. Yeah, they think they know everything. Yeah. A few weeks, eh? Oh, uh, Larson, uh, this is Jack Benny of the Waukegan Ski Club. How do you do, Mr. Benny? His own fault, all right, if he wouldn't listen. Oh, pardon me, pardon me. Uh, how do you do? Glad to know you. So, you're an old-timer, eh, Mr. Benny? He's over 21 twice, if that's what you mean. <laughs> Mary. Well, I haven't been on skis for quite a while, Mr. Larson, but I guess I can still hold my own. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, this is Mary Livingston, Don Wilson, and Dennis Fracture. I mean, Day. Uh, Dennis Day. How do you do, folks? What place to know you, Mr. Larson, indeed. Oh, miss, is my hot chocolate ready? Not quite. Oh, no hurry. Say, Jack, you're wasting the whole afternoon. Let's go skiing. Sure, come on, Jack. Let's get going. That's right. You can have your hot chocolate later. Yeah. Dennis, don't try to always run things. <laughs> my hot chocolate ready yet, miss? Not yet. Oh. Come on, Jack. Now, listen, Mary. Oh, there's the ski lift ready to start up. Come on, everybody. I'll go with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Come, come on, on. Go. Oh, Mr. Larson, do we go clear up to the top of that hill? Yes, it's about a thousand feet. Well, it'll be just like old times, eh, Mary? You're on your own, Bajork. <laughs> okay, Mr. Larson, up we go. <laughs> high up here, isn't it? Yes, Mr. Benny, this mountaintop is 8,100 feet above sea level. Gee whiz. Now, Mr. Larson, when I get my skis on, should I... Mary, stop throwing those snowballs. I'm not throwing them at you. I don't care. You'll hit somebody. Uh, Mr. Larson, when I get my skis on, should I... Hey, Jackson! What? Ouch! <laughs> Darn you, Phil Harris, you hit me right in the face. Sorry, still love, Jackson! Gee, look at them go down that hill. What a show-off. Now, uh, what were you saying, Mr. Benning? I said when I put my skis on, Mr. Hey, Larson. Jack, I'm going to join Phil. Come on, Dennis. See you later, Mr. Benny. Whee! Hey, those guys are all right. I didn't know they could ski so well. Uh, don't you think you'd better put your skis on, Mr. Benny? Yes, I might as well. I'll be with you in a minute. Excuse me. Say, Miss Livingston, I'm a little worried. Are you sure Mr. Benny belongs to a ski club? All I know is what I read on his back. <laughs> but he's, he's wearing such an outlandish outfit. What's he got that turtleneck sweater on for? That's in case he hits a tree and pull his head in. <laughs> well, here I am, Mr. 
Mr. Larson, ready to go. Yeah, so I see. But there's just one thing wrong, Mr. Benny. You've got your skis on backwards. <laughs> I have? Oh, yes. What's the matter with me? The, the curved end goes in front, doesn't it? Yes, that seems to be the vogue this year. <laughs> Imagine, imagine me making a mistake like that. I've got a good mind to punish myself by not skiing at all. I don't know what you're laughing for. You don't look happy. Well, I can't jump up and down with my skis on. Well, turn them around, Mr. Benny, and we'll get you started. Okay. Uh, pardon me, young man. Are you going to start down the hill? No, no, not yet. Uh, then I'll go. Wow, look at her go. Who is that, Mr. Larson? Uh, that's my grandmother. She's getting in shape for the Olympics. <laughs> She's a spry old lady, isn't she, huh? Well, I got my skis on right, I think, Mr. Larson. <laughs> I guess that's enough for the first day, huh? <laughs> well, I think you ought to go down once this afternoon. Oh. Now, follow me. There's a good place to start right over there. Yes, sir. Now, remember, keep your feet close together, your knees slightly bent, and if you want to slow down, just point your toes in. Oh, that'll be easy for me. I'm naturally a little pigeon-toed. <laughs> and, of course, for a full stop, you'll turn to the side, which you undoubtedly know. Oh, yes. Anyway, if I forget, I have an instruction book here in my pocket. That's fine. At 60 miles an hour, he's going to read a book. <laughs> Never mind. Well, here I go. So long. Good luck, kid. I'll be all right, I guess. Huh? Here I go. I better give you a little push. Now, wait a minute. Now, wait a minute. Mr. Larson. Now, wait a minute. Whoop! I'm moving. Goodbye. Good luck. Oh, my goodness. I'm really going. Gee. Say, this isn't so bad. Whoop! I nearly went over that time. Oh, boy, I'm sure going fast now. Oh, my goodness, I forgot how to slow down. Hey, Jackson, Jackson, take it easy. Turn to the right, Jack, turn to the right. Nuts to turn to the right. How do I stop these things? Look out, Jackson, look out. You're going to hit that ski house. I know. What will I do? What will I do? Turn to the right, for heaven's sake. Oh, my goodness, I'm heading right for it. Stop me, somebody, stop me. I'm going right through the ski house. gentlemen, ended Jack's first day of skiing at Yosemite. Ooh. With the result that he suffered a sprained ligament in his leg and several assorted abrasions. Oh, it's a miracle I'm alive. I must be made of iron. <laughs> Continue, Don. It is now several days later, and we take you to Jack's room at the Awani Hotel in Yosemite, where he is convalescing. It's my birthday, too, folks. Jack is propped up in bed, and as the scene opens, we find Rochester reading to him from a magazine. It was past midnight and the moon was shining brightly through the magnolia trees as Ronald walked into the garden. Carlotta heard his footsteps approaching and looked up like a frightened gazelle. That's gazelle. <laughs> 
frightened don't, gazelle. Don't be alarmed, darling, cried the young American engineer. It is I. I have come back for you. I knew he would. <laughs> Carlotta's dark Mexican eyes flashed. Her lips quivered. Kiss me, she said. Kiss me. <laughs> All right, never mind the dialect. Go ahead. The smile on Ronald's face suddenly turned to a sneer. It's no use, Carlotta, he said. I only come back to say goodbye. This is the end. The darn fool. Doesn't he know she loves him? But Ronald cried, Carlotta. You can't go. We're married. And what about the baby? The baby? What baby? That was last month, boss. We missed that. Oh. <laughs> well, that changes everything. Go ahead. Ronald turned and started toward the gate. Carlotta clung to him, and the tears came to her eyes. But Ronald laughed bitterly and struck her to the ground. Brute. She quickly arose and ran toward him. His mm. back was turned, so she could not see the long, thin dagger flashing in his hand. A dagger? She crept closer and closer. Ooh. Ronald's back was still turned. Yes, yes. Please, Ronald, she cried. He did not answer. Oh. So she clutched the dagger and raised it high and high and high. Oh, my goodness. He better run. No hurry. It continued next month. <laughs> It's a fine ending. They always leave you in suspense like that. It's a great story, though. Yes, and you know Rochester would make a swell picture. Can't you just see me as the young American engineer that spurns the love of this beautiful senorita? Uh-uh. It's no use, Carlotta. I only came back to say goodbye. This is the end. <laughs> and then when she tries to kiss me, I'd knock her to the ground. Ha-ha, <laughs> what I could do to a part like that. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wonder who the right girl would be to play opposite me. Of course, Hetty Lamar might be the type. She's dark and she's got those flashing eyes. She's too healthy. You'd never knock her down. <laughs> well, I still think we'd make a very romantic couple. Come in. Hello, Jack. Happy birthday. Oh, hello, Mary. Thanks. I'm having a fine birthday this year, flat on my back in bed. Don't feel so sorry for yourself. Your leg hurts a little, that's all. Is that so? Well, if you want to know something, young lady, I had a pretty bad accident. And it's a serious case. Oh, everything is serious with you. It is, eh? Last month you got a sliver in your finger and you wanted to go to the Mayo Brothers to have it taken out. <laughs> now, wait a minute, Mary Livingston. That sliver wasn't in my finger. It was in my tongue. And it was painful. Well, I told you not to eat those good humors so close to the stick. <laughs> Mary, did you come in here to sympathize with me or aggravate me? I came in to bring you a birthday present. Here it is. Ouch, my leg. I got a sore leg. That's why I'm in bed. Didn't have to throw the package. I'm sorry, Jack. I forgot. What's the present? I'll open it later. It's a bottle of rubbing alcohol for your back. Oh. Well, you like it, don't you? Yes, thanks. Just what I need. <laughs> rubbing alcohol, a fine birthday present. Anyway, I'm glad you dropped in, Mary. It gets so monotonous lying here in bed. How about another game of casino, boss? Okay, how much do I owe you now, Rochester? Let's see. I got the score right here. Four, carry two, and five. Well, how much is it? $8,000. Let's see that. That's $80. You're supposed to put a decimal point in there. You put in the money, I'll put in the point. <laughs> 80 bucks, eh? Why, Jack Benny, you mean to say you lost $80 to Rochester playing casino? Not only that, I was teaching him the game. Oh, well, we were only playing for fun. Hey, Roch? You ain't gonna rot me out of it. <laughs> All right, Mr. Van Jones, I'll add it to your check next week. Wish my nurse would get here. She's supposed to be here at 8 o'clock, and it's 11.30. I saw her a little while ago. Where? She was out skiing with Phil Harris. 
Oh, fine. I pay a nurse $7 a day so she can slide down a hill with Harris. I can never find her when I want her. Well, I think you went too far yesterday when you hung that cowbell around her neck. <laughs> well, I had to do something. See, my leg's throbbing and I got a fever and everything. Maybe that's her now. Come in. Hello, Jack. Happy birthday. Oh, thanks, Don. Happy birthday, Mr. Benny. Are you feeling better? Oh, a little, Dennis, but I'm still not myself. My leg hurts and I ache all over. Oh, that's too bad. Well, anyway, Jack, you're a year older today. That doesn't help any either. <laughs> now, listen, Mary, I wouldn't say anything if I were you after that birthday present you gave me. You know, fellas, I just received a lovely bottle of rubbing alcohol from Miss Livingston. No kidding. Yeah, what a present. Suppose if I had a cold, she'd have bought me Kleenex. If I had a headache, she'd have bought me a box of aspirin. As long as you stay under a dollar, you're safe. Just what I was getting at. I wouldn't mind that so much, Mary, but after the beautiful birthday presents, I always give you. Remember that mink jacket three years ago? Some mink jacket. Every spring it comes out to look at a shadow. Oh, you, you always have to run and get things appraised. Yeah, I wish my nurse would get here or my doctor or somebody. I'm tired of lying here in bed. You want to teach me some more casino, boss? No, I lost $80. That's enough. And incidentally, Rochester, inasmuch as I was teaching you the game, I'm charging you $60 for lessons. I only owe you 20 And if I recall correctly, I recently gave you my old blue suit, which is worth at least $20, so I really don't owe you anything. I know we'd arrive there, but I didn't know just how. <laughs> How and the meeting is closed. I wish the doctor'd show up. I want to get back to Hollywood in time for our broadcast Sunday. Oh, you'll make it all right, Jack. Sure, there's nothing the matter with you. There's plenty the matter with me. I just don't complain, that's all. Oh, uh, Jack, speaking of Sunday's show, I have a problem that's been bothering me. You have, Don? Yes, it's been on my mind all day, and I just can't seem to arrive at a definite solution. My goodness, what is it? Well, uh, on next Sunday's show, I don't know whether to say, go to your neighborhood grocer and ask him for a package of Jell-O, or run to your neighborhood grocer and ask him for a package of Jell-O. Oh, well, that is a problem there. I like go. I like run. Yes, either one is good, Don. No, Jack, no, I don't think they convey the idea of enough speed. Oh, oh, well, how about hasten, Don? Listen to this. Hasten to your neighborhood grocer <laughs> and ask him for a package of Jell-O. How's that for the customers? Well, I don't know. How about shooting him out of a cannon? Out of a cannon? That's it. Shoot yourself out of a cannon to your neighborhood grocer and ask him for a package of Jell-O. Thanks, Mary. That's terrific. You're welcome. See, we'll see you later, Jack. Oh, Don. Wow, wow, cannon. <laughs> Gee. Well, I'll be doggone. Me too. Well, if my nurse doesn't get here pretty soon, I'll... Say, Rochester, give me a spoonful of that iron tonic. Uh-oh, was it iron that, boss? Why, certainly, iron and alcohol. My, my, that's the first time I ever had a metallic martini. <laughs> you lay off my medicine. Gee, my leg hurts again. I get those shooting pains. Come in. Oh, Jack, it's Dr. Nelson. It's about time. So it's you, Doctor. Yes. Well, quite a little party we're having here. How are you today, Miss Livingston? I'm just fine, Doctor. That's good. And you, Miss Today, how's your health? I feel marvelous. Fine, fine. And Rochester, how are you feeling? Okay, Doc, I'm okay. Good. Well, I'll be running along now. Goodbye. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. I'm the patient here. <laughs> what about me?
me. Oh, yes, Mr. Benny. Yes, yes. How is your arm today? Still bothering you? It's my leg, my left leg. My arms are all right. I just lost $80 playing cards with them. Oh, certainly it's your leg. You fell off a horse. A horse? Look, Doc, I never fell off a horse on my leg in my life. <laughs> Now, Doc, here's the whole story. Don't you remember? I hurt my leg skiing. I went down the mountain at Badger Pass and crashed through the ski house. Then we phoned for you and you came to examine me, remember? Oh, yes, and I'll never forget how you called me Daddy. Well, I was delirious, that's why. I was delirious. Well, just the same, it was embarrassing. I'm a bachelor, you know. I know, I know. Now, look, Doctor, I want to know if I can get out of here today and go home. You see, Doctor, Mr. Benny's anxious to get up because it's his birthday today. Well, congratulations, young man. How old are you? It's none of your business. I'm old enough to vote. For Lincoln. Mary. <laughs> I'm trying to get some information here. Now, Doctor, when am... Oh, come in. Well, Jack, your nurse finally arrived. So I see. Awfully glad you dropped in, nurse. How's my little patient today? As if you cared. And take off those skis. <laughs> my goodness. Well, I'm only going to be here for a minute. Did you hear that, doctor? Fine nurse you recommend. He's supposed to be taking care of me. She's out skiing with Phil Harris all day. You're a naughty girl, Miss Kelly. I'm sorry, kid. <laughs> Later, Miss Kelly. Hmm. Now, look, Doc, I want to find out if I can... Uh, Miss get... Kelly, will you please take Mr. Benny's pulse? Okay, Doctor. Let me have your wrist, Mr. Benny. Here. Well, are you going to come here? You want me to throw it over. <laughs> now, come here. All right. Here. Here's my wrist. Nothing but screwballs in this room. I'll bet $10 Olson and Johnson are under the bed. <laughs> well, Miss Kelly, what about it? Oh, Doctor, Mr. Benny has no pulse. I can't feel a thing. Of course not. You're wearing mittens. <laughs> no pulse. Why, the blood just leaps through my veins. It can't be that happy. That's all. <laughs> now, Doctor, for the last time, I want to find out if I can get... Oh, for heaven's sake. Come in. Hiya, Jackson. How's your leg? You're certainly worried about that, Phil Harris. Hello, Phil. Oh, there you are, Miss Kelly. Hiding from me, huh? Hiding from you? She works here. <laughs> and incidentally, Phil, when you came in, you might at least have wished me a happy birthday. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Jackson. Keep it. Happy birthday. Oh, is this your birthday, Mr. Benny? Yes. Well, if I'd have known that, I'd have put a candle on your poached egg. <laughs> oh, that would have been lovely. You know, Jackson, I forgot all about this being your birthday, and I feel terrible about not bringing you a gift. Oh, you do? Yeah, I don't want you to think I'm a heel. Believe me, Phil, one little present won't influence me one way or the other. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Well, I think I'll be running along now, Mr. Benny. Now, wait a minute, Doctor. You haven't told me if I can leave here today and go home. Oh, my goodness. You could have gone home four days ago. I could? Then why keep me in bed? Why didn't you tell me then? I'm going to pack and get out of here. What's my bill, Doctor? $35. $35? I make it $37.50. I saw a suit I like today. <laughs> You'll get $35. 
Rochester, take care of that, will you? Okay, boss. Do you play casino, doctor? <laughs> uh, yes, I do. Follow me. Keep your fingers crossed, Mary. What do I owe you, nurse? $42. At six days, it's $7 a day. Now, wait a minute. You only dropped in for lunch. The rest of the time, you were skiing with Phil Harris. Well, I'm the outdoor type. Well, then get out of here. Here's your money. Thank you, Mr. Benny. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye, Philzy. Right with you, baby. So long, Jackson. See you in Hollywood. I'm going to get dressed. Hand me my robe, Mary. Here you are. About time he took that emblem off the back of it. Never mind that. Look at that. Golden gloves, 1898. <laughs> my father's robe. Now, Mary, call downstairs and have the room clerk make up the bill. Tell him I'm paying for everybody's in room but my nurse's boyfriend. Okay. Oh, Dennis, help me get my things packed, will you? Yes, Mr. Benny. Hello, the room clerk, please. Dennis, take all my shirts and socks out of the top drawer. Hello, room clerk. Will you please make up Mr. Benny's bill? We're checking out today. Dennis, hand me that suitcase. The larger one. Yes, everybody except Phil Harris. Well, I put the sweaters right in there and keep them together. How much does that amount to? And don't forget my skates. $198? And put them in my... $198? <laughs> well, have it itemized. Thank you. $198? I've been in bed since the first day here. Come on, Dennis. Get going. Pack, pack, for heaven's sake. Yes, sir. Come in. Telegram for Jack Benny. Take it, Mary. Okay. Where do you want these pieces of skis put, Mr. Benny? Throw them in the fireplace. <laughs> Who's the wire from, Mary? Fred Allen. Fred Allen? What does he say? <laughs> All right, what does he say? He says, Dear Jack, as long as you made it, happy birthday. <laughs> Well, you can throw that in the fireplace, too. Dennis, not my underwear. I meant the telegram. Give me the poker, quick. Give me the poker. Oh, what a kid. I wonder if I... There, I hope I didn't forget anything. That was quick, Mary. You all packed? Yeah, how did you like Phil? Well, I can't put much weight on it yet, but it's all right. Rochester, did you get all the stuff out of the bathroom? My razor and everything? Yeah. Say, boss, do you want that old tube of shaving cream, too? Of course I want it. There isn't enough there to shave the fuzz off a peach. That's a very light beard, so get it. Now, let's see. The bellboy took the other four grips. Rochester, grab those two. Mary, help me with this big one, will you? Okay. Oh, now what? Come in. Well, well, how's my little patient today? You were here already, Doctor. <laughs> oh, that's right. Goodbye. <laughs> hmm, what a cluck. How'd you make out with him in that casino game, Rochester? Okay, what can I do with a stethoscope? <laughs> you didn't have to go that far. I just wanted to square the bill, that's all. I got enough pills to last me for the rest of my life. All right, now grab those two bags and let's get moving. Come on, Mary. Is Dennis packed? Yeah, he's downstairs in the lobby. And let's get on our way. You go ahead, Rochester.
Okay, we'll stop, uh, we'll stop at the cashier's desk and take care of the bill. Oh, Don! Yes, Jack? Help everybody get their things in the car so we can get started. Okay, and by the way, Jack, I think that cannon idea is going to work out all right. What cannon idea? Well, you know, shoot yourself out of a cannon to your neighborhood... Oh, yes, yes, right. congratulations, Don. See you in the car. Oh, cashier, give me my bill, please. There you are, sir. It's $198.40. 40 cents? Well, you just told Miss Livingston on the phone that the bill was $198. What's the extra 40 cents for? There's a towel sticking out of your suitcase. <laughs> I brought that with me. It's mine. Certainly. It says Bluebell Auto Court on it. Of course. I'll make out a check, young man, for $198. Now, let's see. The Awani Hotel. Uh, how do you spell Awani? Awani? Hey, Eddie, how do you spell Awani? Awani? Hey, Bill, how do you spell Awani? Awani? Hey, Sam! Never mind. I'll just make it out the cash. That's good enough. Uh, you know, Awani is an Indian word. Yes, yes, I heard all about it. In fact, I'm an Indian myself. I know, I can see where you were scalped. <laughs> now, here's your check. Thank you, sir, and a happy birthday. Fine birthday. Come on, Mary. Oh, Jack, here comes your doctor. Oh, yes, I might as well be nice to him and say goodbye. Oh, Doctor. Yes? I'm checking out, and I just want to say goodbye to you. Goodbye, and I hope you've enjoyed your stay here. Oh, I have. It was very pleasant. I'd like to walk out to the car with you, but I've got to rush upstairs and see Jack Benny. He hurt his leg. <laughs> oh. Well, listen, Doctor. If you knock on Mr. Benny's door and he says, come in, drop the conversation. <laughs> goodbye. Goodbye. Come on, Jack. We're waiting for you. Yeah, hurry up, Mr. Benny. I'm coming. I'm coming. Be right with you. Oh, Mr. Benny. Mr. Benny. Yes? You're wanted on the telephone. You can take it right here. Thank you. Who would be calling me here? Hello? Hello. Is this Jack Benny? Yes. This is Western Union. We have a singing telegram for you from your father in Miami Beach. It's a birthday greeting. Oh, a singing telegram from Dad, eh? Well, that's cute. Go ahead. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jack Benny. Oh, 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 oh,
be darned. Come on, Jack, hurry up. I'm coming, I'm coming. Well, folks, we're on our way home now. You know, Mary, it was thrilling being up in Yosemite, wasn't it? Yeah, it was swell. <laughs> what are you laughing at? And now that we showed you what happened on our trip to Yosemite last week, tune in next week to see what happened this week. I mean, last week. I mean... The Jell-O program starring Jack Benny with Mary Livingston, Phil Harris, Dennis Day, and yours truly, Don Wilson. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we're back in Hollywood after enjoying the winter sports of Yosemite. So without further ado, we bring you our master of ceremonies, that outdoor man with an indoor body, Jack Benny. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hello again, this is Jack Benny talking, and Don, if you're referring to that little incident when I hurt my leg skiing in Yosemite, you're not being very fair. I'm a very good skier, but after all, accidents will happen. Well, Jack, if you're such a good skier, how come the very first day you started down the hill, you had your skis on backwards? Don, did you ever hear that expression, doing it the hard way? <laughs> I mean, anybody can go down a hill frontwards. Oh, uh, then I must have misunderstood the whole thing. I thought you made a mistake and didn't know what you were doing. Oh, no, Don, no. Then I'm sorry, Jack, and I apologize. I object. Well, if it isn't Livingston, the D.A. <laughs> what are you objecting to, Mary? I object to that big fib you just told Don Wilson. If you're such an expert skier, how come you didn't even know how to stop? Well... Well, the first thing you did was crash right through the ski house. It could have been a publicity stunt, you know. <laughs> Go on, you don't know any more about skiing than you do about spending money. Spending money? You do that the hard way, too. <laughs> All right, Mary, all right. My skiing accident is over. I lived through it, so let's forget it. Now, listen, Jackson, I don't want to butt in, but that accident was nobody's fault but your own. You had no business getting on a pair of skis in the first place. Uh, do I hear a voice from the cornfield? <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Phil? I said the whole thing was your own fault. Oh, it was. Certainly. It never would have happened if you weren't such a show-off. I'm a show-off. Listen, Phil, you're calling me a show-off is equivalent to Tommy Manville telling an owl it stays up too late. <laughs> and furthermore, I'm not interested in your diagnosis of my accident. Oh, hello, Dennis. Hello, Mr. Benny. How's your leg? It's much better, thanks, but it still hurts a little. Every once in a while, I feel a twitch of pain there. How can you tell where your accident stops and rheumatism begins? <laughs> Wait a minute, Mary. If I've got rheumatism, how is it I'm such a good skier? I'm not going through that again. You bet you won't. Well, Dennis, are you glad to be back home? Yeah, I'm as happy as a lark. Oh, he's always happy. Well, I regard that as a virtue. I'm glad that somebody is contented around here. There's nothing wrong with me that a raise wouldn't cure. <laughs> there he goes with that raise again. All that guy thinks of is money. Women and money. Well, I never got one in a box of Cracker Jack. Neither did I, but let's forget it. Well, tell me, Dennis, did you enjoy our little vacation at Yosemite? I sure did, Mr. Benny, and I want to thank you very much for treating us to the trip. That's all right, Dennis. Yes, Jack, it was a grand gesture on your part. That's okay, Don. It was a pleasure. You and Dennis have acted like gentlemen, and you've always spoken very nicely of me. Therefore, I was glad to pay for your trip. I'm sincere, so I get hooked. <laughs> 
Listen, I think it was a pretty cheap trick for you to pay everybody else's expenses and leave me out. Oh, you do? Sure, that vacation cost me over a hundred bucks. All right, Phil, I'll tell you what I'll do. Just give me an itemized bill of all your expenses in Yosemite, food room and everything, and I'll be only too happy to reimburse you. Oh, Jackson, you're kidding. If I'm not, may the roof fall on me. You got a nerve expecting me to pay your expenses after the way you acted. There I was flat on my back in bed, and you were out every day with a nurse. Well, she was a cute kid. I don't care if she was Ann Sheridan. She was supposed to rub my back. Gee, Mr. Benny, would Ann Sheridan rub your back? I wish I knew and pay attention. <laughs> I was talking about Miss Kelly, my alleged nurse. I think she did pretty well, considering that she had to work 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day? Why, didn't he have a night nurse? No, Jack hired a girl with insomnia. <laughs> Well, she certainly wasn't on the job in the daytime. She was out with Phil Harris every minute. By the way, Jackson, I had a letter from her this morning. Really? Well, I'm glad you finally met a girl that can write. <laughs> did she, uh, did she say anything about me? Yeah, she told me to be sure and say hello to Grapes or Rath. <laughs> well, that's very, very clever. And, Phil, when you answer her letter, be sure to give her my regards and tell her that as a nurse... She doesn't know an aspirin tablet from a manhole cover. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend her to my worst enemy. Your worst enemy? Who's that, Jack? Well, Don, take the name Edgar Allan Poe, remove the Edgar and the Poe, add Fred, and boil for ten minutes. <laughs> Now, look, fellas, we've got other things to do tonight, so let's settle down and eliminate all references to our vacation. How about a song, Dennis? Are you all set? Yeah, I got a swell number, Mr. Benny, called Make Love with a Guitar. Oh, yes, that's a very good song, Make Love with a Guitar. You know, when I was a young fellow, I used to serenade the girls myself. Only instead of playing a guitar, I played my violin. And instead of girls, you got pennies from heaven. <laughs> that's all. I, all I know, Mary, everybody in Waukegan used to call me the sheep. Sure, you lived in a tent. I lived in a house. <laughs> I live. <laughs> Go ahead with your song, Dennis. Okay. Oh, by the way, Jack, I knew I had something to ask you. Uh, did you go to the Motion Picture Academy Award dinner Thursday night? Uh, yes, Don. Mary and I attended, and it was a grand affair. Go ahead, Dennis. Well, Jack, weren't you disappointed that you didn't get the award for the outstanding performance? Disappointed? Why, no, Don. Go ahead with your song, Dennis. Now, come on, Jackson. Look, Jackson, weren't you just a little bit jealous? Me jealous? What are you talking about? He's talking about the Academy Award dinner Thursday night. You should have seen him, fellas. Dennis, are you going to sing or not? Boy, was Jack burned up. He nearly Dennis, what are you waiting for? Sing. Jack was so mad, I thought... Sing, Dennis, for heaven's sake. Okay, Mr. Benny. Come here a minute, young lady. I want to talk to you. (laughs) On my guitar. Like a chord like this, it always brings a kiss I never miss. Speaking of love, you can go very far, no matter who you are, if you play a guitar. Make love with a guitar. And when you find her, the 